Welcome to Fluency with Dr. Darrell Cooper. I am your host, Dr. Darrell Cooper. Fluency is a show where we will talk about things that come to mind. This show is a unscripted. I mean, it can't be fluency and we have trouble talking about different things, right? So thank you so much for joining us. Sit back and enjoy this audio experience. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Fluency. I am so thrilled to be joined today by none other than the Ann James. Ann, welcome to Fluency. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much, Darrell. I'm so happy to be here and I am doing great. Just great. Well, you know you're 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 blowing up a little bit all over right now. Um, it is it is amazing to be in your presence in this moment, uh, in particular. Um, for those who may not know about you and your background, maybe uh, uh, give them a little information about who you are and uh, uh, where you're from. Sure. Um, well, I'm originally from Texas and. I started my theatrical career, my my career in, in entertainment, my relationship to entertainment uh, back in Texas. And I have developed my career as a stage director, also as a producer, uh, living here in the States. And then also I moved pro- abroad for 10 years and managed theater companies in Sudan, in Amsterdam, and also just most recently in Shanghai, uh, where I had a theater company uh, and we produced over 50 productions in five and a half years. And yes, thank goodness this is podcast because you can see the gray uh, from that experience. But um, yeah, I I am now uh, an intimacy coordinator, intimacy director, and sensitivity specialist uh, for the national theater industry. So that's what I do. Oh, uh, I definitely want to get into the uh, intimacy coordinator uh, discussion. Before we get there, let's spend maybe a little bit more time about uh, if if you if you're open to it about you uh, growing up in Texas. What was it? What was a young Ann James like? <laughs> You know, when we go way, way back, I have to tell you that I was extremely shy as a child. And because my parents are sentient human beings, they realized that I like to communicate kinesthetically and with my body. And so um, I didn't speak really in public until I was four years old, although I was my mom tells me that I was using sentences at nine months old. So there was obviously this connection with my my voice and expressing myself that didn't really manifest in public because of extreme shyness. So my mom decided to put me in a ballet class and I could express myself physically. And that carried me all the way through to to middle school. Uh, I was dancing professionally in in a children's ballet corps of a professional theater company, I mean, a professional ballet company at a very young age, and just learned my discipline for the arts and for what it means to be a practitioner 
in the entertainment industry at a very young age. Uh, and then when I got my voice in middle school, I started acting, I auditioned, and that carried me through to um, a theater experience uh, that I could not have, I don't know where I would be without that professor, Dr. Blackstone in high school, who gave me my first leading role, which was Titania in A Midsummer Night's Dream. And then that turned into a college career as a theater major. Then I left college a year early because I was already teaching classes for other people. Okay. Um, yeah, I started my professional career. And then um, here I am today. I did go back and get the degree. And now I'm in an MFA program at Loyola Marymount. So the education is solid. I'm, I'm moving through the educational system um, quite nicely. Oh, and that's and I guess that's you know how we actually uh, were connected. Although we're we're kind of connected on a couple of different uh, ways, but that was really the first time we got to uh, be in conversation with each other. And uh, really, when I got wrapped into the genius that was Anne James. So um, let let's talk a little bit now about the intimacy coordinator work. How did you? Well, I, I guess for those who may not know exactly what intimacy coordination is, maybe we can explain a little bit about uh, what intimacy coordination is and then uh, how, how you found your, yourself into that career, as well as still keeping your artistry very much so alive. Yeah, sure. I mean, intimacy direction is a phrase that was coined in 2006, 2007 by a woman named Tonya Sina, at, at that point, Tonya Campanelli. And um, what it actually means, because I started doing the work when I was in university, is it's a basically an extension of finding out the consent and boundaries of the actor so that in a physical sense, so that whenever scenes are being choreographed with, you know, sexual content or sexually violent content or something having to do with touching a person's body in an aggressive way that has either a racial disparity or a sexual disparity, uh, a person is called in normally, hopefully, to make sure that the actors stay within their consent and boundaries while that choreography is developed. And so I was doing that consent and boundary work way back in school, which is why I left school because people were asking me to do it. And I thought, oh, maybe I can make this a profession. Um, and so that's what I did. And, you know, it's very, very important to me that we make sure that intimacy and the definition of intimacy extends outside of the people who kind of possessed it and coined the phrase because that that a uh, demographic is very white feminist uh cis gendered um or cis appearing uh women and i just wanted to make sure that black people were involved in the definition of intimacy because when it talk when we talk about intimacy on black bodies a whole nother realm of attention needs to be paid to what we feel and what we deem is possible and respectful on our bodies. Because as we both know, this American fabric is built on the blood and sewn with the sinews of Black people. And so when we talk about 
telling our American story in theatrical form or film form or television form, when it comes to intimacy and sexuality in the Black body, there's certain amount of nuance that is not there that I am trying to bring into the conversation. And um, that that kind of is a nice segue into the organization that you started uh, around intimacy coordination and uh, intimacy coordinators of color, which I had the pleasure the pleasure uh, to attend one of the workshops recently, which was absolutely phenomenal. And just this space and community that you're building up uh, for uh, people of color within this space, but also uh, individuals who are just adjacent to uh, this, like arts, culture, and entertainment, uh, is incredible. Um, and maybe talk uh, th- with us a little bit about the inception of uh, ICOC and um, the, the mission of the organization. I love that you can call it by the letters, ICOC. <laughs> you know, we're becoming like a little thing. That's great. Um, yeah, Intimacy Coordinators of Color was started simply because I did notice that as this intimacy industry was growing and catching hold in the film television world primarily, that there were only these white women being hired for these positions. And I thought I went to one of the lead organizations in the industry and I said, hey, you got a problem I'm looking at your website and all I see is white people. Uh, can you tell me why that is? And, you know, I was kind of invited to the end of the table, like the back side of the table to not the not of, the end of the table. <laughs> she said the end of the table. <laughs> at the end of the table, you know, or maybe the kids' table. And I didn't think that that was enough because, you know, I am, you know, very, very knowledgeable in this area. You know, sometimes when you try to tell people something, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, no, but really you, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to drop that and do it on your own. So that's why I started Intimacy Coordinators of Color to make sure that there were people being trained the way they wanted to be spoken to, the way they wanted to be trained and embodied in film, television, and on stage from their identity and not being told how to feel in scenes of racial trauma or scenes of sexuality between people of color by somebody who didn't have that understanding at all genetically. So that's why I started my company. Oh, yeah, I feel that. I feel it. Um, what What have been maybe some of the changes and trends that you've, you've seen uh, in the industry, um, you know, definitely since starting your organization, but uh, maybe a, as of late? Because, again, you, you really have been pioneering a lot of this work, especially to get uh, intimacy coordinators of color working in this field and raising awareness around the uh, equity and inclusion gaps that exist in the industry. Are, are you finding that uh, like some trends are, are starting to change? Yeah, I really am. You know, I've been asked to speak on, you know, since I started ICOC almost two years ago, um, I have seen the trend of interest, you know, pointing toward me of having me speak at um at on panels and I just did one last night for a playwright center in Minneapolis um 
just speaking about the Black perspectives of intimacy have grown exponentially since I kind of stepped out into the field. I'm seeing more intimacy directors and coordinators of color be hired, uh, not only just on local levels, but national levels. Um, I just recently uh, became intimacy director for the show Hamilton, their national tour. So, I mean, it's, it's growing and I'm happy about the growth, but we can also do more. Um, the scales are in no way balanced to the breakdown of people of color and white people in the country. So until that happens, I'm going to keep bringing people into the field and mentoring people in the field who look like me. And also not to mention that there's an intersectionality here that we're talking about. I'm a queer black woman. And so we want to have that level of understanding that not only are we diversifying as far as race is concerned, but we're diversifying the whole package. We are bringing in uh, trans, gender nonconforming, non-binary, intersex individuals into the field that also have um, uh, Blackness or um, other race identities coming with them. So we're the whole package. Get with ICOC. Please do. Not only is Anne incredible, but the work uh, that you're you're spearheading there is is amazing as well. Um, and and to your point, I'm thinking of some of the shows and things that are coming out, not just on you know like Broadway, but I'm also thinking of uh, like tele- television and studios, like shows like uh, Euphoria, um, and you know others that are are starting to deal with. Um, uh, uh, identi- identities of the trans experience and it's it's important as you were saying earlier to have multiple voices at the table when looking at that work um and so it's 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 incredible it which it's also sort of make me think of too you, you know just yesterday <clears throat> we lost bell hooks um and you you start to talk about I mean, Bell Hooks definitely has pioneered a lot of work looking at the liberation from a black feminist perspective. But really what Bell Hooks is also doing is uh, or was also doing was going after intersectional justice in its purest form, because when black women rise, we all rise. Um, And I I wanted to hold space for that, you know, especially having you on. And if if there are any words that maybe you wanted to to say about that or uh, maybe what her her legacy or her philosophy has meant to you. Yes. And, you know. May may Bell Hooks rest in peace. And now Bell Hooks is is an ancestor that I will uh, call on in times of justice and equality and, you know, just coming from a Black feminist point of view, so much needs to be done still. You know, what I tell people is that Black women breastfed this country into being. And we always speak truth to power, but very often we're considered to be angry or difficult to work with. And that's just a one of the, you know, a combination of the tenets of white supremacy 
they're built to keep Black women at the bottom of our society. And yet, and still, we're the ones who nurtured it into being. And so whenever I have an opportunity to be a leader in a room, I bring my whole ancestry with me, all the women from the women who, you know, stepped first on this country and blended with the indigenous people of this country. You know, I'm as much a part of this American tapestry as anyone else is. And more so because of my connection to indigeneity, but you know, when I'm talking about leadership and Black women in leadership positions and what Bell Hooks did for us, um, it's it's about being strong, but also being vulnerable. It's about being um, truthful and also standing in our own power. Um, and not every room is built for us. Not every room is ready for us. Um, so that's all I have to say, you know, as far as, you know, making that making that a possibility for those who come behind me is just to stand in your truth. And um, especially if you identify as a black woman, you know, just, or a black man, just stand in your truth because you're here for a reason and you're here through a lot of trials and tribulations more so than any other, I think, group of people um, that live on this, on this land that, that we occupy. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so what, what's, what's, what's waking A and James up in the morning? You know, when, 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 <laughs> when that alarm clock goes off and you're like, okay, here we go. Here we go. What is, what is that thing that's keeping you going? What's keeping me going, I think, is this drive to live my own truth and to be a human being and to meet and laugh and have joy every day. So when my eyes open, okay, besides answering the emails and kind of, you know, touching base with my family, I really try to greet the day with this sense of adventure and who am I going to meet today? Um, what life am I going to encounter today? Uh, and that's really true. Like I, I'm not a cranky riser. I generally wake up in a good mood, um, ready to face the day. And then I open the calendar and start knocking <laughs> them down. Start knocking them down. That's what I do. And and that calendar is getting more and more full by the day. When I when I say you are everywhere, you are everywhere. So thank you, first of all, uh, because you are definitely in spaces that we need more representation in. And uh, who better uh, to be, you know, that representation than you in those spaces? Um. But then, but then I guess that's the other part. How, how do you find balance in all that you do? Because you, you are in school right now. Your career as an entrepreneur is going insane uh, at the moment. Um, and then, you know, you're also Ann James, the human, you know. So how, how are you finding balance in, in all of those things? 
It's really interesting that you asked that question because, you know, I was just talking to about this with a friend of mine. Um, I guess about a year ago, I came across this Japanese concept called Ikigai, and it's I-K-I-G-A-I, Ikigai. And I know it sounds like, ew, that's an Ikigai, but it's I-K-I-G-A-I. And what that concept teaches is that if you can find something that pays you money, that gives your, 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 you a sense of fulfillment and is your mission, that uh, wakes you up every morning as a passion, that you will have found your life's purpose and it will feel like you never work a day in your life. And so I'm lucky enough to have found an industry that plays on all the 30 years of experience that I have, fills my mission, which is to be kind and to give actors space to stay healthy and have a long career. Uh, I am getting paid very well for what I do. And so it creates this opportunity for me to sustain all the things. I'm in an MFA program. I'm artistic director of a theater company here in LA. I have a professional um, intimacy career. And I also mentor other intimacy professionals. And all of that kind of works itself into this Venn diagram of purpose that keeps me going. So I follow the tenets of Ikigai. You should look it up. If you're listening to this, look up Ikigai and find your Ikigai. Um, what's next? What's next for, for you? I mean, whatever my ancestors want, you know? I mean, <laughs> I'm just here living their dreams. I'm living out their dreams. Uh, I'm not too worried about what happens tomorrow, but, you know, I mean, this industry uh, could benefit from just as we open back up again and as we live through what happened to this country in 2020 and as we heal from that, heal separately and individually and as group, as our industry heals, and as our country heals, and as our planet heals, or continues to try to heal, um, I just want to make more connections and make healthy connections with people who get it. Like you get it, and I, I, I know that you get it. I knew that from the first time I saw your name and then I got the chance to meet you. And then I got the chance to be on a panel with you. And I mean, this has been knitted by our ancestors that we're here today, right now, more so than we'll ever know. And God knows where we're going to go from here because we have set off rockets of desire for our relationship. And so whatever we do from now on, We'll always be connected. And that's what I look forward to. That's the future that I want to see. Oh, you know, I want to I want to I want to see that that future, too. Um, 
or as my one of my uh, dear sisters, Dr. Yolanda Silly Ruiz says, I, I hope to be a worthy witness of that future, especially one where I get to see your growth, where I get to see your work, uh, where I get to see your love and your passion and your knowledge and how you generously are giving that in so many different ways and so many different places. And so I hope to be a worthy witness of your genius um, and, and I thank you. I thank you for coming on today. I thank you for all the work uh, that you are doing. And I thank you for the work that you will do if you, you don't hear it from anyone else, you know? So thank you. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for letting me come and visit. And, you know, you can reach out to me anytime and uh, I will answer. Oh, uh, before before I let you go, uh, how can how can people uh, if if they want to uh, to follow some of your work, how can they do that? Yeah, um, you can go to our uh, website. It's almost ready. It's actually a platform. So what we're creating right now at Intimacy Coordinators of Color is a platform that allows a visitor to find out who we are, to find out who working intimacy coordinators of color who have been vetted and qualified to work are, find out their bios and their connections and be able to contact them. And we're also going to be adding uh pay-per-view opportunities to get our trainings so that you can watch them at your own leisure and at your own pace um, for a nominal fee. So we're building that platform so that people know how to get to us and get to our information and get to our content. Um, And that's at intimacycoordinatorsofcolor.com. Uh, or intimacydirectorsofcolor.com. They're they're going to be mashing together very, very soon. Um, and then if you want to find out more about me and contact me, you can do that at intimacy. Oh, sorry. You can do that at Ann C. James Intimacy.com. Ann C. James Intimacy.com. Yeah. So get at me and, um, I love meeting new people. So thanks for giving me the opportunity, Darrell. No, thank you again for coming on. And uh, you will be doing yourself a favor to follow everything that Anne is doing because it is it is phenomenal. So uh, thank you so much, Anne. You're welcome. You have just listened to another episode of Fluency with Dr. Darrell Cooper. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to follow us on all major streaming platforms as well as on all of our social media channels for Cultural Innovation Group and Darrell Cooper. And remember, the journey to liberation starts with loving yourself. And those are doctor's orders.